Hey, what's going on everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Revelation Communication Current Events. Today is Thursday, March 17th, 2022. Uh, it is St. Patrick's Day. Um, I got a little bit of green on, I guess, camouflage in my hat, but that's about all I got going on today. But listen, I want to talk to you all today, um, just kind of keeping in, in line and in theme with kind of current events and, and the happenings around the world and um, stuff going on. I wanted to talk today about the, the World Economic Forum or the WEF. Now, um, you heard me say his name last week very briefly, but Klaus Schwab is the founder of the World Economic Forum. He founded it back in 1971. And really their agenda, the World Economic Forum's agenda is to conform the world to, to them, to their guidelines, to their rules, to their policies. Um, and um, on the surface, um, its agenda doesn't appear to be bad. Um, it's a little unusual but it doesn't appear to be bad, but rooted in it, and this is important, rooted in it based on the history of its founder, Klaus Schwab, based on the people that the World Economic Forum is pushing out, so to speak. Your Justin Trudeau's, your Zelensky's from Ukraine, um, based on the political positions of a majority of its board of trustees and, and executive committee members. Um, based on that, based on their ideologies, um, this group's sole purpose is to push out anything that stands in their way of implementing their agenda and force, force it on the world. Um, I, I encourage you, um, go to their website, WEF Forum, WEFforum.org. Um, man, look at the people. L look at their executive committee. Look at their board of trustees. But do more than that. Research these people. Research where they come from. Research their ideologies, their religious backgrounds, because yes, that's important. Research their political backgrounds, what they believe. On their website is eight predictions for the world in 2030. Um, you might have heard it referenced as maybe the Great Reset. Over the last couple of years, people like the government, governor of California has spoken about the Great Reset. Justin Trudeau, the prime minister of Canada, the scumbag has spoken about the Great Reset. Kamala Harris, um, our pretend vice president, has spoken about the Great Reset. And many other world leaders have spoken about this Great Reset. Now, from a historical perspective, you all need to know that in 2016, their agenda, their plan for this Great Reset got put on hold for four years. And I won't dive into why, but just remember what happened in 2016. But it got put on hold for a few years. That is why in this first year of at least the 
Biden administration, and I'll dive into why the United States is so important to this in a little bit, but that is why the current administration has appeared to be working overtime to dismantle all the progress and all the good economically that the previous administration had implemented and done. And so these eight predictions for the world in 2030, this is what they believe and they want the world to look like in the year 2030. And I'll try my best to elaborate on each one, but I do want to encourage you again to go to the website and check it out for yourself. And what you'll notice is that there is a universal approach, almost a globalist approach to how they want things done. The only problem with that is if it's universal, who's in charge? Because folks, somebody needs to be in charge. Somebody needs to be the leader, be the boss, be the president, be the CEO. Somebody needs to be calling the shots. Even if you have a collective group of equals in a room, somebody has to make the decisions. So who's in charge? Well, if the WEF, again, the World Economic Forum has their way, they are in charge. But even they, who is they? Who is the he or she behind the they? Because somebody's there, folks. Make no mistake about it. That's why it is so important to know who these people are because the World Economic Forum, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you today, March 17th, 2022, you will hear more and more about this forum, about Davos. Folks, research Davos, Switzerland. What goes on in Davos once a year? Research what goes on in Davos once a year from the Economic Forum. And I'll tell you right now, most of them, most of the trustees, most of the executive committees, certainly Klaus Schwab, do not agree with what we in the USA hold near and dear to our hearts. And that is freedom, ladies and gentlemen. They want to strip everybody, not just America, everybody of freedom and implement what they believe to be best for the lives of the citizens of the world. The only challenge with that is I don't want anybody telling me what's best for me. I got the Bible. I got the Word of God. I got the Holy Scriptures, and I got the Holy Spirit guiding me and leading me and telling me what's best for me. I certainly don't want man or the agenda of man telling me what's best for me. Why? Because they don't have it together. Man doesn't have it together, folks. But with that being said, let's look at number one of the eight predictions for 2030. And by the way, I don't believe these to be predictions. I believe these to be their agenda. This is what they're going to enforce. But number one, you'll own nothing and be happy. <laughs> Isn't that one of the most dumbest things you've ever heard? You'll own nothing and be happy. You'll borrow what you need. You'll rent what you want. 
from cars to homes, even to clothes, nothing will be yours. Now, this begs the question, how do I acquire these things? If I want to get a home, how do I get it? Is it the same as I get it today? If I want to get a car, how do I get it? Is it the same as I would get it today? If I want clothing, how do I get it? Do I go into Kohl's? Do I go into Walmart? If I got a few extra dollars, do I go into Macy's and rent clothes? <laughs> if I'm renting them, who's the owner? How do I acquire these things? Who owns these things that I'm renting from? Who owns the home? Again, going back to this idea, somebody's got to be in charge. Somebody's got to be the owner because it's not just a free-for-all, folks. It can't be. Who's the owner? Why would I want to pay for something that I won't own or that I can't call mine? Or call mine. Now, now listen, I get something. Some people, man, they love leasing cars. It's like renting a car. You know, they love leasing it. You know, and I get that, right? Every few years, you get to trade it in for a new car. That's cool, whatever. Even those that, that don't want to buy homes, I kind of understand, okay, you're, you know, you're going to forever rent. That's, you know, you don't want to have the burden of owning a home, man. You know, I, I get that. I understand that. But why would I want to pay for something that, that, that I won't own or that I can't call mine? You mean to tell me, man, those awesome pair of vans that I went and just got, I'm renting them? They're not mine. I can't call them mine. The shirt that's literally on my back right now, talking about the Shady Bunch, which, oh, by the way, love the World Economic Forum. You mean that I don't own this shirt? You can see the can of worms that this may open. Number two, the United States will no longer be the world's superpower. I don't think we are today. It's it's 2022. It's not even 2030 yet. And the United States has lost its position as being a superpower. According to the eight predictions by the year 2030, there will only be a handful of countries that collectively make up a universal superpower. A universal superpower. Globalism. But again, I go back to who's in charge. Somebody's got to be in charge. There's got to be a boss over this universal superpower. You can have 10 kings in a room. Somebody ultimately is going to call the shots. And it's not 10, it's one. That's just a fact. That's how, that's how, it, that's how it works, folks. Listen, both Daniel chapter 7 and Revelation chapter 13 speak of a collective group of world leaders coming together to serve one entity to serve the beast the antichrist and so it begs the question who's in charge if there's going to be a universal superpower of a, a handful of countries collectively put together who are they serving are they serving each other's agenda they can't it's impossible there's going to be war or are they serving somebody else's agenda are they serving what Daniel chapter 7 and John wrote about in Revelation chapter 13? Are they serving that agenda? 
let me be very clear. The United States of America, even today, is the only thing standing in the way of this agenda of the World Economic Forum. The USA is literally the only thing in the way from full-blown globalism. But if you get rid of the United States, you can with ease implement anything and everything you want to around the world. Why? Because the United States isn't going to do anything. You get rid of the U.S., it's not going to do anything. What can it do? How do you get rid of the United States? How do you even do that? Well, you cripple its economy. Hmm. You devalue its dollar. Can I just sidebar for a minute, folks? Did you know that Saudi Arabia is considering accepting Chinese currency in lieu of the U.S. dollar for its oil? You see, what's happening right now is, let's say China goes to Saudi Arabia and says, hey, I need, you know, two billion barrels of oil. Saudi Arabia says, cool. You know, that's going to be, you know, a hundred billion U.S. dollars. And I'm just throwing numbers out there. But right now, Saudi Arabia is paid in U.S. dollars. Yes, even by China. China gets U.S. dollars and pays Saudi Arabia for oil. Well, now Saudi Arabia is considering, because of how weak the U.S. economy is and how weak the U.S. dollar is, in accepting, in lieu of the U.S. dollar, accepting Chinese currency. You devalue the dollar here in America. That's how you get rid of the U.S. You cripple its economy, which, oh, by the way, what has happened over the last couple of years? The economy's been crippled. You weaken its military. That's exactly what has taken place. Our military has been weakened by woke generals, woke colonels, and woke leadership that are more concerned about implementing CRT training than they are of sending rounds down range. Instead of training for combat, the military is concerned about how it treats transgender people. You weaken its military. Oh, and by the way, what has the military done recently? They've kicked out those soldiers who were willing to die for their country, but who were unwilling to take a questionable shot. How do you get rid of the U.S.? You muzzle its citizens. There has been more silencing of the citizens of this country over the last couple of years on social media platforms than there ever has before. The First Amendment freedom of speech does not exist in this nation anymore. When I can be silenced on social media, when I can be silenced on platforms where I should have a voice by these higher powers and by these CEOs that are running these corrupt corporations and businesses, when I can be silenced and muzzled, that's how you get rid of the U.S. You just take away its right to speak up. And overall, you just take away their rights. You take away their First Amendment right. You take away their Second Amendment rights. Is this not the current condition of the United States today, ladies and gentlemen? And again, all the WEF needs to do is get the United States out of the way. It appears 
that that's exactly what's happening today. Number three, this one's a little frightening. It says you won't die waiting for an organ donor. The need for a transplant from one body to the next will no longer be necessary. Why? Because they can print them on the spot. Now, if you've been keeping up with the times, 3D printing technology has really um, expanded over the last couple of years, man. I have seen literal homes built from 3D printer technology. I've seen, you know, silly toys built. I've seen cars built from this 3D printer technology. I've even seen working weapons built from 3D printed technology. And so what's next? Let's print a liver. Let's print a pancreas. Let's 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 print a kidney. Let's let's even print a heart and give it to those that need it. But at what cost? Now listen, folks, I've watched enough movies to believe now that Hollywood has for decades shown us exactly what's going to be taking place in the future. They've shown it through movies and they've shown it through TV shows. I, I, I'm looking back in my mind right now of movies I've seen in the past where... 10, 15, 20, 30 years ago, it was unbelievable what they were doing in the movie, but here we are today and it's exactly what they're doing. They're printing organs. They're cloning people. TV shows. Y'all want to be blown away for a minute? Research how many Simpsons, and yes, I'm talking about Homer and Marge and Bart and Lisa and Maggie, the Simpsons. How many Simpsons predictions in their cartoon show have actually come true? It is frightening and staggering how many times the Simpsons have done something in that cartoon that has been real life years later. And ask yourself, how many times can this really happen before you begin to see and understand that there is a deep rooted agenda of globalism, universalism, and Satanism that has all been planned out for decades. Listen, let me tell you something about our adversary. Let me tell you something about the prince of this world. He does not do things on the spot. He's not Johnny on the spot. He, does, he doesn't think of things and then all of a sudden do them. He plots them. He plans them out. He knows exactly what he's doing. He knows when he's going to go right. He knows when he's going to go left. The devil is very smart. He's wise. Folks, he was an angel that walked in the garden with God. He walked in between the cherubim with God in heaven. Satan, I'm telling you, don't be deceived, ladies and gentlemen. But it makes sense if you think about it, because we're seeing the Bible come alive today like we've never seen before, or at least in my lifetime like I've never seen before, which means that their agenda, this universal, this globalist, this satanic agenda is coming alive like never before in my lifetime. Number four, you'll eat much less meat for the good of the environment and for your health. Now, the reason why this is on their agenda is because it has to do with quote unquote global warming. 
If you haven't been paying attention, the farming industry has been decimated by the government lately. The cost of being a farmer has skyrocketed. Supplies like fertilizer has become more and more scarce. And farmers have literally been paid off to not even plant seed for harvest. The government has gone to these farmers and said, hey, how much money would you have made from this harvest? All right, I'll give you double to not do it. Why? What in the world is their agenda? Now, what I do understand is that when it comes to cows, sure, they emit gas. Man, cows are a bunch of farting livestock, okay? As a matter of fact, if you get enough cows into a confined space for a given amount of time and light a match, chances are you're going to get blown up by all the gas coming out of those cows. I get it. They emit gas. But what I don't understand is if people have been farming since the days of Adam and Eve, why all of a sudden are cows and meat in general an issue? In California, they recently passed a law that made it more difficult for farmers to house pigs, saying that they need more space to live. So let's say that a farm had a thousand pigs on it. Well, now, because of this law in California, and because this law requires that pigs be given more space to live and breathe, that thousand turned into 500. Now the farmer, based on the square footage of his ranch or the acreage of his ranch, can only have 500 now so that the pigs can have space and breathe and relax when they want to. Now, I'm sorry, but for the sake of global warming, it's not a good enough reason to deny me a dang good Kansas City ribeye. Their agenda is to literally transform and redesign food that they say is healthier for us and the environment. Folks, there's genetically modified food that is coming into our department stores. It's created from a laboratory. You get rid of the meat, what are you going to replace it with? You stop the farmers from being able to, to, to do corn, to do vegetables. What are you going to give the people? genetically modified food created in a laboratory, ladies and gentlemen. It's coming. Number five, a billion people will be displaced by climate change. Thus, each country will have to do their part to integrate refugees into its population. What that's going to do, folks, is force socialism which, by the way, is the gateway drug of the World Economic Forum anyway. This will also bring about unstable communities because of lack of vetting of these immigrants, and crimes will increase for that same reason. Now, please don't get your panties in a bunch right now. I understand not everyone is bad. In fact, most of them aren't. But do your research on the increase of crime along the border over this last year. The number of drug busts, the number of rapes, the number of murders, the number of human trafficking cases. And, and folks, these statistics aren't just for the United States. Do your research as to what happened in Europe when countries like Germany and France have been welcoming in immigrants by the thousands, tens of thousands. They're seeing the same statistics that we're seeing along our border. Increase in rape, increase in murder, increase in human trafficking. 
Number six, polluters. Polluters will have to pay to emit carbon dioxide. Now, I don't know how far this is going to go, but if you want to drive a car that requires gasoline, you're going to have to pay extra for that car, extra taxes, extra registration fees, because it emits carbon dioxide. Additional fees will be added by traveling uh, via train, via, via plane, via bus, public transportation. There will be a global price on carbon for those companies that emit through manufacturing of goods, which in turn is going to make prices rise even higher than they already are for things. Number seven, preparing to go to Mars. This is a fallacy, folks. We're never going to get to Mars. Just FYI, we're never going to get to Mars. It's impossible. Impossible. It's impossible, folks. But the talk of the town, especially with uh, SpaceX, is hey, let's let's try to get to Mars. Let's send people to Mars. Let's let's uh let's get a rover up to Mars. Which, by the way, if you dig enough, if you dig deeply enough you'll find out that there's no rover on Mars. There's been no uh, contact with Mars. All that has been filmed out in the middle of a desert. But you got to dig, folks. It's there. The information's there. I'm telling you. But they predict that scientists will have figured out how to sustain life in space. So I got to ask, if scientists can figure out how to sustain life in space, why in the world can't they figure out how to sustain life here on Earth? And they say that the search for alien life will grow. In a news article by TRT World in December of 2021, it says, and I quote, NASA turns to religious scholars to prepare humanity for alien contact. (sighs) What I'm about to say might rub some people the wrong way, but it's factual. Do your research. Let me just tell you that NASA is a fraud. We never landed on the moon. The International Space Station is on a movie set. And aliens do not exist. But demons do, folks. And so when the narrative of the mainstream media in the very near future starts pushing this idea of alien contact, aliens being spotted. Folks, it's not E.T. It's demons. And the eighth and final prediction from the World Economic Forum by the year 2030 is that Western values will have been tested to its breaking point. So I got to ask, what is a Western value? Does the Constitution define Western values? Does the Bill of Rights define Western values? Does the nuclear family of mom, dad, kids define Western values? Does capitalism define Western values? Whatever your definition of Western values are, they will be tested to the breaking point. 
And the only way that I can see that happening is by disrupting and eventually deleting, erasing history, which is what they've tried to do over the last couple of years, by the way, deleting the ideology of Western values, which, oh, by the way, has made these United States such a great nation. You make it so tough. You make it so unfair, so wrong, and eventually so illegal to hold on to any of these Western values that they eventually collapse and they break. You get rid of the Constitution. We're already down that road. You get rid of the Bill of Rights. We're already visiting that. You get rid of the nuclear family. That's been replaced by a satanic agenda. You get rid of capitalism and you put in place socialism, Marxism, communism. That's already taken place. When these things are gone, Western values no longer exist. Listen, y'all, I know it's a lot to take in. It's a lot to consider. But I encourage you to not only research the WEF, but more importantly, the people behind it, where they come from, what their background is, what they believe. When you know that, you'll understand just how evil these predictions are and how evil their agenda really is. That's going to wrap it up for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Solomon Stewart with Revelation Communication Current Events.